Hey guys, just before going to the actual episode, a quick announcement. So this episode is part of a small series that me and Mr. Jack decided to do about Airbnb, which is the most widely used platform by digital nomads to book their accommodation. I hope you find this series useful. Hello, welcome to the Nomad Tactics Podcast. Here we provide life-optimizing tips and systems for digital nomads. I'm your host, B, and I'm joined by the co-host, Jack. Today, we're going to talk about what should you do if you get your Airbnb, you realize there is a big problem with it, and you want to ask for a refund. I will start with a quick summary of the episode. First, me and Jack gonna talk about which type of problem we are trying to tackle in this episode. After that, we're gonna try to place this topic within our broader digital nomad life system. Then we're gonna make some general considerations about the topic. Following that, we're gonna present step-by-step step what should you do to get a refund from an Airbnb that has a big problem. And finally, we're going to talk about what should you do if Airbnb denies your refund request. I hope you enjoy the episode. So, hello, Mr. B. Hello, Jack. So, the topic we're going to talk about today is what if you go to your Airbnb and you find out there's a problem and mm -hmm. you want a refund? Yeah. So I think to start this episode would be best for me to talk about a scenario what happened to me mm -hmm. when I was traveling to Japan. Uh, so I flew from London to Japan. I believe the flight was around 22 hours. Okay. Because I was That's a cheap long. ass. Was a cheap ass. Uh, I think Did it, you stop over some other places? I think it's Kazakhstan. Okay. Uh, I okay. stayed there for like a few hours. All right. Uh, it was a tough place because I couldn't sleep well. Mm -hmm. And I've uh, been to Japan. I was extremely tired. When you uh, arrived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also got to figure out all the transportation mm -hmm. and all those words I just can't understand. But finally, luckily, I get to my Airbnb and I check in with the host. So I found there's a problem within my Airbnb is that there's no AC. I mean, you might think this is not a big problem, but... If you actually go to Japan summer, you realize the weather is yeah, I know what you mean. Unsustainable. You everybody thinks maybe that Japan has kind of a mild weather, but in summer it's really really hot. I can totally understand your concern about not having an AC for a month. And again, I checked the listing on Airbnb, and I found out it says it has AC, but mm -hmm. actually it doesn't have. So what did you do? But I thought I'd pay the money. I may as well just stay there. I don't want to find new places. So in the end, yeah. I just stay there for like a month. I see. So you sweat yeah. for a month. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think that's the perfect example for the kind of problem we're going to try to tackle today, which is, as you said, there is a big problem in the Airbnb property and you want a refund to find a new place. All right, Mr. B. So I think as usual, we should put this topic within 
our digital nomad life system. And for people who don't know what is the system, it is a six-step system that aims to help people go from a stable nine-to-five life to a fully optimized digital nomad life. So, Mr. B, where would you put this topic uh, into which step of the system? So I think this topic would fit the fourth step of our system, which is called the arriving process, which can be understood as the actions a digital nomad should do once he gets to his new base in order to guarantee a good stay in this new city, which he will be living for a while. Since, of course, the quality of your accommodation is one of the crucial things you need to get right in order to have a good stay in a place. Avoiding big problems with your accommodation and asking for a found if that's the case totally makes sense to be placed in this step of our system. So yeah, before we go into the main topics of today, uh, Mr. B, you said you want to make two quick general observations of this topic, right? Yeah, that's right. So the first thing I would like to point out is that if you want to successfully ask for a refund, you should do the whole process in which we will describe next within 24 hours of your check-in. And the reason for that is because in the first 24 hours, Airbnb still haven't paid the host. Therefore, the whole process is simplified in the case you ask for a refund. The second point I would like to make is that, as we said, today we're going to be talking about asking for a refund to Airbnb. But we are not advocating here that you should ask for a refund if you simply don't like the property in which you just checked in. That's not the problem we are trying to tackle. Rather, we are saying that you should ask for a refund only in the case that there is a big problem with your Airbnb that you cannot stand whatsoever and it's unreasonable for you to live in such conditions or if there is a mismatch between what the listing said the property would be and what the property actually is. Yeah, Mr. B. So let's go into the main topic of today, the six stages that you have to go through to get a refund from Airbnb. Sure, that's it. So the first one is to evaluate the situation. So the first thing you got to do is to evaluate if the Airbnb is truly not as advertised or it truly has a big problem or you just tired. And I'm being serious here. It might sound a little bit funny, but if you just finish a very long trip, such as in the example you gave in the beginning of the episode, you might be seeing everything through a very negative lens. And as we will see afterwards, you will need some sort of substantial reason for a complaint and to ask where we found. Therefore, it's very important for you to figure out if such reasons exist in the first place or not. Yeah, and also keep in mind that once you initiate the conflict dynamic with the host, i.e. you start to saying there's a problem with the house, you can't really go back being friendly with the host anymore. Yeah, that's true. 
So there will be instantiated some sort of conflict dynamic with him. And as you said, it it might be a bit weird to like just keep living there and Yeah. So the second stage is establish the type of problems you're dealing with. Yeah, that's true. So what you need to do now is after you evaluated, you saw if there is a problem or not, let's say there is a problem, you got to establish if the problem is fixable or not, right? So for instance, let's say that a house has no heating system. In that case, I would say that this problem can be considered a fixable problem because the host can simply provide you a portable heater. And once that is done, the problem is fixed and you can still stay in the house. On the other hand, there are certain problems that just seem to be unfixable. For example, something that happened to me a couple of years back, I rented an Airbnb with a couple of friends and the bathroom had no door. People I was going to share the flat with were simply not okay with that. So we had to complain to Airbnb and eventually ask for a refund. So it's very important in the second step for you to establish if the problem you're dealing with is fixable or not. So a third stage of the process is document all the faults. Yeah, so basically what you're going to do here is to take a photo or make a video of all the problems you spotted on the property. Also check the Airbnb listing to see if the host did mention any of those things over there. If the host did not say anything in the listing, then it seems like you have solid grounds for a complaint. Otherwise, if the host did mention something in the listing about the problem, then perhaps you should avoid the complaint altogether, since it's unlikely you will get the refund. I will also advise people to take a screenshot of a listing in case the host changes it after you start complaining. So the fourth stage of this process is to contact the host directly. Yeah, that's right. So as you said, you're going to contact the host directly, not Airbnb yet. And at this point, you should have already established if the problem you're dealing with is fixable or not. And depending on the nature of the problem, fixable or not, you're going to approach the host in two slightly different ways. So let's first think about the scenario where the problem is fixable. So, I mean, you should start in, of course, a very friendly manner. Start with a soft approach first before you go more confrontational. So what I would do is to simply explain to the host, look, I, I have this problem in the property. You can even send him some photos and say that you think the problem is fixable and perhaps even provide him the, the solution. Uh, on the other hand, if the problem is unfixable, then it's a bit more complicated. So let me break it down. First thing I would do is once again, start talking to the host by message in a friendly manner and tell him that there are some aspects of the property that are unacceptable. Again, you can send him some photos to show the problem. Tell him that because of such problems, you don't want to stay in the property anymore. 
also tell the host that you would be okay striking a deal with him rather than contacting Airbnb straight away. By doing so, he can avoid any backlash from Airbnb related to having problems with his property. So what you can do is to ask the host to pay you back the full amount, either in cash or through the Airbnb platform. In return, you will be the one canceling the stay on the Airbnb platform. And since you will be the one canceling rather than him as the host, the host will not be penalized and he will be able to rent to someone else during that same period in which you cancel. Yeah, so here the host can respond your complaint in two ways. One is positive and one is negative, obviously. So for positive, um, if the problem's fixable, the you're basically just going to arrange with the host and you guys going to fix the problem, hopefully in the rest of your stay. But if the problem is unfixable, so basically the host going to give you back the amount you pay and uh, you can use the money to get another Airbnb or look for a hotel. And let's say the host responds you in the negative way. Uh, he say he cannot fix the problem or he will not give you back your money. And we're going to detailly describe how to deal with it in the following stages of this process. And just a quick tip, um, if the host does not give you any response to your complaint within 12 hours from the check-in, Assume the negative and move on to the next step. As we talked before, the easiest time to get a refund from Airbnb is within 24 hours since you check in. And moving on to the next stage of this process is getting the written records. So just to reiterate what Jack just said, step number five and six are only applicable if the host gave you a negative response in terms of the request about the problem in the property. So basically, in this fifth step, um, what you're going to do is the following. If you are talking until now with the host, either by voice or face-to-face, -face, and he refused to solve the problem, even though you showed him the Airbnb listing and you proved to him that it's not as advertised or that the problem is too unreasonable for you to accept, then what I would do next is to send him a message on the Airbnb platform stating more or less the following. Uh, I would say, oh, I'm not satisfied with the outcome of our conversation today. Are you sure you will not try to solve my problem concerning X, meaning whatever problem you have? If so, I will be forced to contact Airbnb directly. The reason why you should use the Airbnb platform to send this message that I just outlined is because once you contact Airbnb customer service, they will be able to verify that you already tried to negotiate with the host, but you were unsuccessful. Also, do not worry if the host does not respond to your message because what you just need, after all, is a written record that proves that you already tried to contact him before. So the next stage, which is also the last stage of this process, is to contact Airbnb customer service. 
So yeah, what you're going to do here is to contact the Airbnb customer service using the Airbnb platform through their website or their app. You will tell Airbnb customer service that you have a serious problem with the property and therefore you would like a full refund. You will explain the problem and you should also show some photo evidence based on the photos that we told you you should have taken in the previous steps of this process. Also, you will point out that the problem was never made explicit in the Airbnb listing when you were booking. And according to Airbnb, you are entitled to a refund within 24 hours from check-in if you fit certain criteria. I believe you have the criteria over there, Mr. Jack. Yeah, so we have three items in this criteria. The first one is if the host fails to provide reasonable access to the booked listing. And the second one is the listing booked is misrepresented. Let's say the number of the bedrooms uh, location or the lax promise amenities. So the last one is the listing isn't generally clean. It's unsafe or there's an animal in the listing that wasn't disclosed prior to booking. Yeah, so based on this criteria, I think most people would be able to fit their complaint within the second item of the criteria for refunds, which basically is the listing booked is misrepresented. What Airbnb will do next is to ask you to contact the host. What you're gonna say is that you already did so and the host was not helpful. Airbnb will probably at this point check your messages through the Airbnb platform to make sure you are ready, in fact, try to contact the host and they will see that you did. So that's why you try to get the written records in the previous stage of this process. Airbnb will then make a decision and usually I would say that if the complaint is fair, the odds are in your favor which means that Airbnb will probably give you a full refund or help you find a similar property in the city also within the platform. If the new property is more expensive than the original one that you're going to leave, sometimes Airbnb will even cover the difference. So now it's basically you got to wait and see what Airbnb is going to tell you. Yeah, so if Airbnb gives you back your money here, that would be the best scenario. But what if the Airbnb denies your refund request? So it seems to me that there are three options here. And the first one is to leave the property and lose the money. The second one is call your credit card company and initiate a dispute. Of course, this is assuming you booked with a credit card in the first place. And this dispute going to be something kind of unrelated to the Airbnb platform. It's going to be uh, you telling your credit card, look, I paid for service and I didn't get it. And your credit card company going to start a dispute with Airbnb itself. This is kind of an extreme measure, but perhaps in an extreme case is something you would be willing to do. Yeah. So the last one is simply accept loss and staying the property. So yeah, if you were to choose this option number three, I would just say that perhaps you should always take your valuables when you leave the property or at the very least hide around the, the house. 
because through this whole process you might have you know created some sort of conflict with the host and if he's a vengeful person maybe he might do something with your things i don't think that's the case for most airbnb hosts but you know just to be safe why not take things with you or hide them Anyway, I know that none of these possible options are the best and they all going to bring about some sort of stress. But it's your personal call to think what is the least bad option and act accordingly. So yeah, this is the end of episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to leave a review on your listening platform. I'm Jack and thanks for listening. Thank you very much.